think sometimes those answers just come to you when you've got clear headspace and, and running gives you that. It gives you the opportunity to go out there and just clear your mind for a little while and then the answers can come through. Hello and welcome to Run The Business, the podcast that explores the place where running and leadership come together. We'll find out how running might help us with leading, managing people and generally being better in business. We'll also try and answer that question, do runners make better leaders? I'm Anthony Gay and today's guest is the CEO of the BSE, the British Society of Echocardiography. And before that, she was a director at the MS Trust for 11 years. She's a self-confessed runner of the slow and steady variety. Her words, Joe Sopala, welcome to Run the Business. Hi, and thanks ever so much for inviting me on. How are you today, Joe? Yeah, really good, thanks. And when did you last get out running? At uh, 6.30 this morning, I thought as I was coming on here, I better get out there and prove myself again. And what sort of run was it? Tell us about the place that you run and the, the, the kind of experience it is. So I live in Letchworth Garden City and we have a fantastic um, kind of 13 kilometre trail that runs around the town called the Greenway. And I do a lot of my running on the Greenway. So I went for a, a quick 5K circuit this morning just to you know, clear the head, get the legs moving. And, and when uh, did running become a thing for you? Because I, I, I'm right in thinking you, you, you came to it later in life, didn't you? Yeah, I'm a very late convert. Um, I didn't start running until I was about 42. And uh, in some ways, I regret not starting running earlier. But in other ways, I am blessed in that I can just enjoy it now and I don't have to worry about having been faster in the past or all the records I'm not breaking now. So there are pluses and minuses to it. Tell us a little bit about what the BSE does and your role in the business. So we are essentially a professional body and we represent and support clinical echocardiography professionals. We have 4,500 multidisciplinary members made up of cardiac physiologists, clinical scientists, cardiologists, intensivists and anaesthetists. What we do is promote best practice and the highest standards of care through education, accreditation and peer review guidelines. And I basically see it as my job to make sure we are available to give echocardiographers everything they need to do the best job they can. Can you explain a little bit about what echocardiography actually is to anybody that's not familiar with it? I think the best uh, explanation is a simple one, and that is that it's essentially ultrasound of the heart. So it's just a scan of the heart. Um, But of course, the heart is a very complex organ, and so it takes very highly skilled people to do that scan. Where does fitness and running fit into the lives of your members? Because I assume they're very aware of the benefits when it comes to a healthy heart. Yeah, I I think it's no coincidence that an awful lot of echocardiographers are also runners, um, much faster runners than me, I must say. But, uh, you know, it's a common hobby amongst the specialists. and. Some of our members, some of the most experienced cardiac physiologists, are also very involved with um, elite athletes themselves. So they might be working with football clubs um, or elite running, elite cycling uh, teams. So there's quite a strong link between echocardiography and um, exercise and, and running. 
And th- this podcast is about running and business and the relationship between the between the two. When you weren't running, if you think back to that time, I, I guess in your thirties, um, compared to now, how have you noticed those changes uh, in the way you approach your your work and, and life? I suspect this has an awful lot to do with running, but maybe also just getting a bit older. But I'm definitely a much better able to process uh, a lot of information and and work things through. I think, um, especially when you're a slower runner, you have a lot of time out there thinking things through, and that's really healthy in leadership. And also, I I love to run with a a friend. We do our long runs together. And just that opportunity to talk things through sometimes, you know. I think there are a lot of complex problems that I've worked through on long runs. And and you um, run in a club, don't you? Am I right in thinking you're in the the North Hearts Roadrunners? What do you personally take from being part of the running community and a running club? I honestly... um, I say that the club changed my life. I think it is the most remarkable organisation. And um, basically, I ended up joining their Couch to 5K course, which was fantastic and and brilliantly supported. And um, we had a graduation 5K run. And after that, I was kind of pottering back with an established member of the club and he said well are you going to join the club now and and it would never cross my mind that I could do that because I just I still didn't see myself as a runner and when I joined the club I was just welcomed with open arms and encouraged and I laugh with a lot of the faster guys now because we'll go out and do short races and you know, as they lap me, I can cheer them on. And then when they come back round again on their cool down runs, they can cheer me on. And it works out brilliantly. It is an amazing camaraderie, isn't it, that surrounds running, whether it's, you know, in the club, park run, uh, you know, organised events. Uh, there's just something that there's something special, isn't there, about when people get together with that shared purpose of, of running and of any ability, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how you know how fast you go, how slow you are. It's just everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I think we all recognise that, and I'm someone who loves supporting other people anyway, whether it be that at work or um, whatever the environment is. You know, I feel we should all be out there lifting each other up, and so being part of the club is is really something. It's really important to me. It's really something very special. I don't just go out there and run with the club. I think marshalling races is a really special experience as well and something that I really enjoy, just cheering everyone on and supporting the club in that way too. From a, uh, just switching back to business, from a a leadership perspective, you you know, you mentioned that, you know, when you took up running, it gave you that space to, to process things and to work through problems. I mean, these days when you go running, is it? Do you actively sort of go out with a problem in mind to try and sort of tussle with, or is it just is it stuff that happens just naturally as you go out? Um, bit of both, I think. You know, I'm fairly blessed. I have a fantastic job, a fantastic organisation, and a brilliant team. So, please don't think that I'm constantly out there <laughs> slogging away with these problems, but. I think sometimes those answers just come to you when you've got clear headspace and and running gives you that. 
it gives you the opportunity to go out there and just clear your mind for a little while and then the answers can come through. Um, whereas if you just sit huddled over your desk staring at the problem, um, you don't give your brain, yourself, the break that you need to get the perspective. So I guess that's the other thing. It gives you great perspective. Mm-hmm. And is it something you mentioned that, that some of your members or many of your members run? Is it something that is, uh, you know, actively en- encouraged or is that just a sort of, uh, you know, do, do you come together for the uh, organisation and people will go out running and, and how, do, how does it fit into the culture of the BSE? Actually, it became quite an important part of the BSE um, during the pandemic and during lockdown. So we needed to maintain education for our members throughout that time. And so we ended up moving our conferences to virtual conferences. And the issue when you run a virtual conference is you lose that sense of connection and of networking. And we wanted, especially because our members were on the front line uh, working in the NHS, we wanted to create that sense of community. And so we set up BSE miles and we just said to everyone, get out there and run or cycle, walk as many miles as you can. And let's have a a bit of a competition. And we had a league table and we were all linked on Strava and it was just fantastic. We felt like we were doing something together and it really did create that sense of community at a time when we just couldn't be together. Unfortunately, the conference that we've just had in London, we, we could not fit in a 5k but we are determined BSE miles will make a comeback and we will try and make it a feature of the conference that we all get out and have a run together brilliant and uh, technology is a big part of that isn't it that allows i mean we, we all had those virtual calls and and conferences during lockdown uh, but you just mentioned strava and and the ability that that gives you to um uh, track activities and, and and see what other people are up to. Uh, how, what are you like when it comes to the the data and the the numbers that you get? Are, are you somebody that kind of is analysing everything, or is, is that uh, not as important to you when you go out running? Oh, I wish it wasn't as important. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when I was thinking about talking to you, I was thinking, you know, what's the piece of advice you'd give a runner? It's try not to get so hooked into your you know, whichever watch you've got or your Strava data, when your watch tells you that you're unproductive, you know, that can be so demoralizing, can't it? Yep. But actually, I love Strava. I love being able to see that there is some progress. And I think you've just got to have a realistic view on this. You know, if I was forever going to progress and have PBs every time I run, then I'd be Paula Radcliffe, wouldn't I? And I'm a long, long way from that. So I think it is important to just enjoy the running, but looking at the data can be fascinating. <laughs> what what bit of data? Because everybody has their sort of f- the first thing they go to, don't they? When they when when they come back from a run, what's the measurement? What's the metric for you that you always kind of look at first? Well, you see, I do, I do want to get faster, so I do have to have a little look at the pace. Um, I'm also trying to steady my pace out a bit because I think that would be helpful and be slightly less erratic. Mm. Um, We have the most amazing coaches at North Arts Roadrunners and uh, we're frequently told to kind of look at our heart rate and try and maintain steady heart rate. So I have a good look at that as well. And then distance. I'm 
currently training to do um, another half in November. So just making sure that I'm building the miles steadily again. It did, you know, the the running change you as a as a as a leader i mean if if we ask your friends sort of uh, and colleagues you know what you were like before what you're like now would they have noticed much change in you from from when you weren't running i think they probably would actually because i think that space and time that i buy myself on the run gives me a clearer perspective on lots of things so i'm sure it it has changed me i think the reason i came to running so late in life is you know, I was one of those classic people at school who um, slightly overweight, didn't get picked first for the teams, etc., and so avoided exercise. And I, I think I then became someone who only did the things that I could be very, very good at. Running gave me one of the most important lessons in life, I think, which was I could never be the best at running, but actually that didn't matter. Just doing it was fantastic. And that that was a complete mindset change for me. And, and this podcast is obviously about the relationship between running and uh, and business and leadership. Had, had you ever considered direct parallels between the two uh, before being invited on this podcast? I, I think I, I do acknowledge that a lot of my running time I spend working through how to improve things, you know, what else I can do. So not just... The challenges but also thinking what are the next opportunities and I say that running keeps me sane and you know I, it is it can be quite a stressful job I take a great sense of responsibility in what I do not just for the members but for the team that I run as well mm-hmm. and I want to be the best I can for them and that means actually keeping myself well strong clear-headed mm-hmm. and, and how was I mean you, you mentioned lockdown and and how that impacted on on the conference and how you engaged the members of your organization you know reflecting on that now what did you take away from that experience what what lessons um have you implemented now that that came out of that time i think with as you said before we learned a lot about virtual digital technology and and how that could improve accessibility in our lives um, so that has absolutely helped. And my team now work a hybrid model. So we are in the office two days a week. We work remotely the rest of the time. That has attracted people who wouldn't necessarily have been able to work for the organisation before. So that's a huge bonus. I think it helps with quality of life for some of the team as well. But mm-hmm. the time that we spend together is equally important because you need that together time to build a culture and a team spirit for our members. Obviously we do, well, our conference was hybrid this time. So we continue to offer the virtual um, accessibility options for all of our education, Um, but we want to give them the opportunity to be together again as well. So there were those positives, but I don't underestimate the impact that that time has had on our members. And also on the team, I think, you know, although we've all come through it now, I think it was a very, very difficult time. And for years to come, there will be moments when we react to things in a way that that won't quite make sense, but it's a hangover Mm. from that period. With the running that you're doing, you mentioned you've got um, 
another half, I think, that you said you, you, you're in training for. Um, you also have raised money for charity, haven't you, when, you, when you've been out running? So I, I raised quite a bit of money with a team for the Multiple Sclerosis Trust some years ago when we were we ran a 10K as a team. I, I worked for them. It was a fantastic cause and I believed in supporting those people living with MS in the UK. And because I'd only just taken up running, people were very willing to sponsor me and, and they were extremely generous. So that was a special moment. And then last year, I ran my first half uh, in aid of St Kentigan's Hospice, which is up in North Wales. And that's a hospice that had cared for my dad at the end of his life um, and just the most incredible place. And I, because running is my hobby, I don't feel I can ask people to sponsor me often, but obviously taking on the half. And um, it isn't the flattest half marathon to do. It's the Conway Half Marathon and anyone who knows North Wales and the Great Orm, you kind of run along the coastline, then two mile uphill climb, two mile downhill and then back down the coastline. So fantastic half marathon to do and yes did that in memory of dad and it it was just the most incredible experience it was a fantastic half marathon we had a beautiful day in november i was very very lucky <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean it, it's it's a, an amazing part of the world to run in and is there uh, are there any other places that you can recall of a of a special run a time that that sticks in your memory as as a as a wonderful experience well I, lots and lots of my runs feel like that to be honest as i say i go out and do long runs at the weekend with a, a friend and for us it's just the opportunity to go out and spend an hour and a half chatting and we might have things that we want to discuss like situations at work that I appreciate her input on or, you know, other issues that she might want to discuss. Sometimes we discuss politics and that gets us up the hard hills. But just that being out there, we go out on the trails. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I said, we've got this beautiful trail. It's about uh, it's 13 miles, sorry, not 13 kilometres, the Greenway. But yeah, we go out on the Greenway and it's just a fabulous place to be. I think for me, it's about being outside. I love running by the sea, particularly because I grew up by the sea. But being out in the fresh air, being able to run, I just feel very blessed. And are you a, a music or, or no music person um, when you go running? I generally run with a friend and I love that. Um, at the moment, because I'm having to train longer distances on my own, I have started running to music. Because I know you're a, a heavy metal fan, aren't you? So uh, <laughs> how, do, how does that sort of link with, uh, I mean, would you listen to that kind of music when you're out running or is it a bit too a bit too intense? I Well, I do, but I have to be a little bit careful. The first time I ever tried to run to music, I think it was Rage Against the Machine came on my headphones and uh, yeah, that pushed my heart rate too high. Um, <laughs> I nearly had a moment. So I do... Um, I do go out and listen to my heavy metal. I have some fantastic bands on my playlist and I love it. Uh, That's my escape. So heavy metal is my other escape. And the fact that I can combine the two occasionally is just absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. I wanted to talk about goals and objectives, both from a business perspective and and, uh, in in running. Do do you uh, spend much time considering your running goals with the half marathon that you've got coming up is there a is there a time in mind that you want to want to achieve and then second part of that question is around the business how do you 
how do you measure success with the with the BSE? So the first one, obviously, yes, of course, I've got a time in mind. Do we ever run without a time in mind? <laughs> I would like to get my time down to, well, I would say two, 30, two hours 30, but my coach would say two hours, 29 minutes and 59 seconds, I think, mm-hmm. wouldn't she? So that, that's the goal there. One day I'd love a sub 30 minute 5k but for now it's all about getting the distance right yeah the goals for the organization we have a really tricky issue at the moment in the uk and it's um, not unique to echocardiography at all but uh, we have a shortage in the workforce and so and shortages in workforce are generally about two issues that you're not bringing enough people in, but you're also not retaining enough people within the specialism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be no surprise to anyone that it's pretty hard going in the NHS at the moment. And so the big opportunity right now is to work with all of the bodies that we can to ensure that we are encouraging enough people into the specialism, that we are training them properly and that we can then retain them as clinical specialists and working not just in the NHS in the private sector too because the private sector play a big part in this but it's about ensuring that we don't lose them because we invest a lot in training these guys Um, you know it's it's a master's level skill they work incredibly hard to achieve their qualifications and we need to make sure that we are looking after them and um, yeah as I say just retaining them for the future. Mm -hmm. You mentioned your coach uh, in you know in running I mean in from a business perspective are are you do you play the role of a coach in some ways in the BSE or or is is there somebody you know do you have a, a coach a mentor from a business perspective? Yes, to all of the above. Yeah. Um, I hope that I am a coach and mentor to many of the people I work with, but particularly, mm-hmm. of course, the team. I'm somebody who believes in nurturing and developing people. And, you know, I'm always sad to lose people, but I never fear losing people because we've developed them too much because, you know, you, you, we should bring on good people. And I have my own coach, non-running and running, of course, who I speak to once a month. And that that relationship is incredibly important to me because you can't do this stuff on your own. Or maybe some people can. I can't do it on my own. I think getting different perspectives on all sorts of issues is just so important. And it's the way I understand my own behaviours and my own reactions. Mm. I think there's something really important in that, that, you know, you just said it both from a running perspective and a business perspective to, to have people outside of your, you know, direct activity that you, you can have as a confidant or a coach, um, you know, somebody that can give you, I think you, you use the word perspective. I think that's so important. And anybody listening to this who feels in a bit of a vacuum, going out and finding somebody uh, that can can give you a perspective is uh, is so important, isn't it? It really is. Um, I mean, we can all keep just doing the same thing and we will get some results, but I think we'll get better results if we get that external input. Mm. 
in terms of uh, you know goals going forward, we talked about you know objectives in in, in running, and, and you've mentioned the, the the challenges in in sort of business. In terms of your well, actually, in terms of your leadership style, you know you've you've just mentioned there about your um, the way you you know you support and coach the team. How would they describe you? What what sort of uh, you know if they if if somebody was asked to talk about your leadership style, what what do you think they'd say? I think they'd say that I lead by example, and that I'm very passionate. And that I care about people. I'm not afraid to have the difficult conversations because putting those off just make them more difficult. Mm. Um, and I support them to the hilt. Mm-hmm. You know, we all make mistakes and it doesn't matter what we do. As long as we own it, I will take ultimate responsibility and I will resolve it. And quite often you can turn around a difficult situation into a fantastic situation as long as you deal with it well and quickly. Makes total sense. Joe, running aside, c- can you name a business tool, an app, a person maybe that you couldn't do without? Well, teams these days, I guess. <laughs> the wonderful teams, yeah. <laughs> wonderful teams, uh, yes, which is both a joy and a curse because I think you can spend far, far too much time ending up on calls and not getting the day job done. And so I guess the tool I should use more is ensuring that I set the boundaries for myself and and manage the amount of time I spend on Teams in order to just get the work done. And flipping that question around uh, business aside, what's your go-to bit of running kit or accessory you can't do without? Garmin 245. So I I had the precursor and then my friend got the 245 and she was getting better satellite readings than me. So I had to go and buy the next next watch up, the 245. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I'm hooked. (laughs) I, I I know what you mean. I, I'm a gun, I'm a gun and watch person as well. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a whole new level of conversation about which satellites you're 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 linked to. Um, and uh, and you know, do you uh, are you a, a, a kit person? Do you you know do do you kind of need those accessories and and those you know new shoes or or you know how does it all work for you? I think two years into running, I ended up with some injuries and I couldn't run for a little while and and it drove me mad. And so I did start investing in really decent um, running leggings with some compression support and things like that. So I could not be without those at all. I'd love to find a really good trainer fitter. Um, to see if I'm wearing the best trainers for me. So, yeah, I think you can tell I'm completely and utterly hooked into all this kit stuff, aren't I? It's ridiculous, really. Um, (laughs) But I love it. And, you know, I'm never going to be the best. I don't want to be the best at running, but I do want to be my best, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. And I think the... um you know, you, you said, I think at the start, uh, there's a bit of an imposter syndrome thing with you that you don't feel like a runner, but you are and you're, you're doing it and, and you're enjoying it and you're part of a club. Uh, and I think that is such a, uh, you know, the way you approach running is, 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 is so, you know, refreshing and so important. Final question in terms of um, anybody listening to this who is thinking about getting more active and taking up running somebody in a business or a leadership role, what would you say to them? I would say go for it. I, I really would. Um, 
I think one of the biggest things we can do for our teams, for our businesses, is look after ourselves. And for me, the best way to do that has been taking on running. You know, manage your own expectations of yourself, but but go for it and do it. I've found an incredibly supportive community. I've genuinely not had negative comments when I, even when I started running and I was very slow and I was a lot bigger. Nobody was negative. Everybody was just impressed that I was doing it. And I think the gains that you will get will far outweigh any difficulties in getting yourself out there first. I think there's lots of great advice and apps out there these days. I mentioned doing the Couch to 5K myself. If you can do it supported by a club, do it because um, the advice, the additional advice and support you will get through a club will make all the difference. I think the other thing that club running gives you is just that routine. So, you know, I go every Tuesday and Thursday night, meet with a load of like-minded friends and train. And there are days when you don't feel like going out and you wouldn't be motivated if you weren't committed to seeing all of those friends. And you know, it's a big thing for me. I don't ever want to let anyone down. So I make sure I attend club and that routine helps too. Joe, uh, it's been great talking to you. Uh, good luck with the, with the half that's coming up. Uh, do, do you think at some point you'll be stretching that to a, a marathon or, or, you know, how's that fit in, into your future? Do you know, I really can't see that. I, I love the half distance and I love training for it. I think the commitment that I would need to train for a marathon would just, it would be completely all encompassing. So I love the fact that I'm in a club with guys who can run a full marathon in about the same time that I can run a half marathon. And I think I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you to Joseph Parler for being today's guest on Run the Business. I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot about echocardiography and what the BSE do during that conversation. So what to take away? Well, another example of the benefits of perspective that running gives you. Joe talked about that a lot. She also said her running club changed her life. That's a powerful statement, isn't it? I really like what Joe and her team did with making running part of the BSE during lockdown and how they created BSE miles to give a sense of community uh, during that difficult time. It doesn't have to be competitive. And I do wonder how much more we could do in business to make group physical activity part of the social and the community side of the businesses that we work in. Uh, I loved Joe's honest, measured and balanced approach to life and business and how running supports her in, in life as well. She actually has a mantra that got her through some difficult runs and challenges at work, which I think will be a good point to finish with this week. When the going gets tough, just keep putting one foot in front of the other, breathe and smile. I'm Anthony Gay and until next time, keep running and keep chasing your goals. 